0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here hosting this program for you. If you're just joining me now, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's always my pleasure to be here with you, and I really love the fact that you're with me. So we have lots to talk about on this This side of the program, the second hour, as we head into more sex, more sex subjects, more sex talk, more sex advice, more sex education. Uh, We're talking about a sex coach. Now, many of you think that I'm a sex coach. (laughs) In fact, I've been asked that question, (laughs) and that man has been slapped by his wife (laughs) when that question has been asked on a number of occasions, quite frankly. Um, I'm going to tell you about a different kind of sex coaching than the kind of sex coaching that I do. You might find it intriguing. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about female ejaculation in this part of the program. Anger is another subject that uh, I'd like to address because that is a particular subject that is near and dear to my heart. I do some workplace bullying work. And I educate about that in part because I have been a target of workplace bullying. I work with a number of people. I've worked with a number of companies over the years and a number of narcissists and sociopaths. And, um, you know, there's nothing less pleasant than working with those people and getting to know those people. They are seriously snakes in suits. And they, which is a great book, by the way, to read. If you have experienced or if you have been a target of workplace bullying, I would suggest you at least start there and then go to some information on Workplace Bullying Institute. But uh, anger in the workplace uh, occurs quite often. And, you know, many people are the last people to know that they have an anger problem. So I had a woman who uh, was involved with somebody with an anger problem, and I'm going to tell you what she did to deal with that. Also going to be talking about sex addiction. And that can be, a lot of people can get really angry about that. But when you don't understand it, that that is why you might get even angrier about it. But I always feel it's important to educate about all of these subjects so people will understand them and then they will know how to treat them, because often people think, especially around sexual health dysfunction, that there are no treatments for you. There's nothing that you can do, or you're riddled in shame that you fail to seek treatment. So I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely fine. There's nothing to be ashamed of. These are very common issues. In fact, many people that come into my clinical practice will say to me have you ever seen this before and I'm like the 10 people that were in here before you today and then all week long so these issues are so common then and there are treatments for them and there's nothing to be ashamed about when we don't talk about sex when we don't educate beyond STIs and pregnancy about sex like when we don't educate about pleasure about touching yourself about sexual exploration we we You know, do not do ourselves any favors whatsoever. But I'm also going to be talking about some secrets that might be in your secret garden, your backyard, that will increase your sex life. And here in the studio, joining me tonight is Debbie Lee Evans. She is a real estate agent and interior designer Extraordinaire to the stars over there in West Vancouver, all those rich and famous people. How are you, Debbie?
1: Hi, Maureen.
0: Nice to see you in the studio tonight.
1: Nice to be here.
0: Thanks for coming into the studio to talk about this subject because we basically have one objective here, and that's for to help people have more and better sex And sometimes if they have more privacy, especially if they have a bunch of little kids running around, that may increase the arousal, may increase the sexual frequency, and may increase the pleasure and the mood and, you know, can even affect your productivity. So you say that there's a secret in your backyard or your back garden that could help you or anybody out there that's listening tonight have better sex. So exactly. let's have it. What is it? And with Mother's yeah. Day coming up, apparently no. it's perfect for Mother's Day.
1: Exactly. Well, we touched on the she shed a few weeks ago, but it was kind of boring because we were just saying, you know, go relax. And I was thinking about Mother's Day coming up next Sunday and, you know, what we could talk about. And I thought the she shed is a great place to have sex. And, you know, with spring planning and people... <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> Matt, do you not agree? No, I've, I haven't tried yet.
0: Have you ever heard of a shisha? Uh, no, actually. No, have you learned a few things tonight, Matt? I want to uh, know. Well, I've, I'm definitely learning as I go. Excellent. <laughs> yes, it's great. Well, I like own, to train every... them young. <laughs> <Exactly>. Okay. <laughs> Everybody talks
1: about the man cave and you know the space you know to go down, and watch movies, etc. Well, a lot of people, it's huge. Actually, becoming very popular turning your backyard shed or space, you know, into a kind of an area where you can escape. And as we discussed a few weeks ago, maybe, you know, for relaxing or listening to music, whatever, but I think it's a great place to go and have sex.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. Okay, so it's how are private. we going to get these she sheds built? Well, this first is off, in,
1: you know, I do a lot of spring planning. Is with there one people. that comes
0: ready made so that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can just plop it in there so you don't have to rely on a guy to finish it?
1: Oh, come on, Maureen. If you tell your <laughs> husband or your partner that you're going to do this spring reno and it's a place where you can go frequently have sex, do you not think he's going to participate in They're never going to
0: believe it. None of them. None of them are going to believe it, let me tell you.
1: Actually, it can be pretty minor. <laughs> First one up. to drop yeah. the hammer. But the thing, it'd be nice if uh, you made it so that, um, even if it's small, somewhere where you can actually, you know, go out and enjoy like an encounter. You know, it's a great place to kind of lure in your lover and, you know. Go out, do it in the afternoon. All like kidding aside, it could be him.
0: arousing. It could be the secret place to have sex. It yeah. could be that sort of flirtatious Romantic. spot. The problem I would have is that, you know, a lot of guys, um, you know, have a, have, a, have a they start projects and they never finish <laughs> them. I mean, so let's get real here. Well, have you, you ever have seen a completed <laughs> house anywhere in the lower mainland? Well, no. You, know, you could always
1: put up a tent. You could do that yourself. I and suppose just you, make suppose. Yeah, yeah, but then the women are doing the work <laughs> once again.
0: We're doing it all. Never doing it. Um,
1: but you do like if you go on Pinterest and places like that, and you look up she, like a she shed, you'll mm-hmm. see th- there's so many like beautiful romantic pictures and things, and it could be a small project, you know, if you do have one.
0: <laughs> there are no small projects where men are involved. Okay, do it
1: yourself first. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's a great I've idea. I gotta go to Home Depot again. <laughs> well,
0: didn't you just get back from Rona, and it was like on the way? <laughs> yeah, but I forgot, you know. And uh, I'm gonna go play golf. Well, okay. If the easiest
1: thing to do is to buy the tools or shop for them, but to never use them. <laughs> you always have to have the right tool, and men will always go out and buy everything they can, but they don't seem to actually
0: be able to physically use. them. No, 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 they don't. In fact, one time I had somebody mm-hmm. help me with the garden, and he said to me, "Could may I have one of these rakes?" And I said, "Sure." as long as you leave me one. And he said, you have seven. <laughs> Take six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a bit of a minimum. You know, can't find it? Go out and buy it. Yeah, exactly. But um, I, anyway, I love men. Don't get me wrong. Do not, you know, I, I absolutely love men. I just think they're amazing.
1: <laughs> well, I just thought this might be, hopefully a little bit more of a fun project and a place to escape. Could be a
0: fun project. Do it together. Or hire someone. Hire like a really (laughs) hot contractor. This is the way to go. I have one. I actually have like a really hot contractor. By the way I owe him some money. Um, I meant to pay him today. Uh, you know, and so not bad to have him around the house. And, you know, you hire him for one thing yeah. and then you get him to do something well, else, another the, project, exa- that is. Don't time, get me wrong.
1: Yeah. And by the time he <laughs> leaves at the end of the day, you're all hot and bothered. Then you can take your husband out to the <laughs> shed <shop> and fantasize. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: but that's the key. You know, you get a, you hire a contractor whether your husband approves or not. You just bring in the the you know the guy who can get a job done right and that i mean
1: well quite often i've had drunk spur- contractors
0: i've had you know d- contractors that have triple booked uh, contractors that don't know what the word finish is, you know. Yeah. So I, I've had all the contractors, but I finally money. landed upon one, and I even had them put Christmas wreaths up one time. High Anything, high. but no. So get somebody to build. This is the best idea. Get somebody is, to build. Take it, some of the equity out of your home and build yeah. a little she shed in the backyard, and then sell spring that. Pla- yeah, spring and then plan to have
1: someone else do it.
0: <laughs> absolutely, there is no. But it'll ruin the relationship if we actually get the husbands to build these or partners or. Male partners to build these sheep because they'll turn it into a man cave immediately <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There'll be no she nothing. I know all It'll the friends go from she shed
1: to man cave all but. the
0: guys. Well, no, but I, I love your intention. I think it's a great idea, especially for Mother's Day. And if anyone wants to build me a she shed, by all means, I'll give you my address. Um, No, I won't.
1: (laughs) And with Fertility Week, it could be a great place to go out and try to make a baby. And even
0: if you don't need a baby, you could just practice. (laughs) This is true. And if you don't want a baby and you have one in the she shed, you know, it may have some bad memories. But anyway, I digress. Um, So she sheds, that's the latest. And if you, I think it's actually a great idea for Mother's Day. And, you know, Mother's Day is ought to be a special day. And really, like, let's, let's sleep in. Let's have the... Brunch out, yeah. never believe in breakfast in bed because who cleans that up? Yeah, forget it. No one wants to eat in their bedroom Uh, unless it's chocolate covered strawberries or hot fudge or something like that. Whipped cream. But aside from that, nothing. Um, But, yeah, it should be a day to honor the woman who delivered your baby, who, you know, the mothers of these babies. And sometimes babies have two moms um, as well or three moms. But so all the moms in your life. And that's coming up on May 13th, isn't it? Is, is, that, the 13th is that the that night? I can't mean, remember. The, anyway, we'll we'll know. We'll <laughs> be awakened at 5:30 in the morning with a poached egg that fell on the floor was picked up quickly <laughs> and, uh, A little crunchy. Anyway, so she sheds, you can go on Pinterest, that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, lots um, of ideas on Pinterest.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. design it and of course, if you have boatloads of money, then you can hire uh, you know, somebody to come in and build you a custom custom home but I wonder if they do have prefab ones do they have the uh... oh you
1: can get prefab like sheds and things like that would be a lot easier and it doesn't have to be a huge project Um, yeah exactly and you know what even just going out into the garden at night with some wine and a picnic basket just get a hammock for crying out loud yeah forget the
0: she shed I'm exhausted (laughs) already building it
1: (laughs) just do something easy just try to figure out ways to kind of spice up you know romantic areas you could even just go to the park, and somewhere discreet. And I think you might away. get arrested
0: doing that, though. That <laughs> that could be a problem. I think you're not allowed to have sex in public, but I don't know. I'm not an but RCMP that's, that's officer. What's so
1: exciting about it?
0: Yes, <laughs> it does make it more exciting. That's for darn sure. Well, thank you so much, Deb. Uh, how can people Thanks, get in Morgan. touch with you to build their she shed? Or you can design. You can actually design their she shed. I can. Yeah, some people have no design skills whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and I know contractors that can help build it.
0: Fantastic. Well, I'm not <laughs> parting with mine, so forget that uh <laughs> he is all mine uh because he does work and he finishes it That's so perfect all right well what's uh, the best way to get in touch with you yeah my website is debbieevans.ca perfect so if you want to have your fabulous she shed designed by debbie lee evans uh, contact Debbie at Debbie Evans at shaw.ca. Is that what you're Oh, said? no, so
1: sorry. Debbie, or, yeah, just DebbieEvans.ca
0: Oh, DebbieEvans.ca. Okay, sorry <laughs> about that. Um, yes, and somebody to build it. We could maybe help you with that, too. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here to tell you how to have a hot, Bod this summer with some sexy activities to burn the fat. Kissing, it's gone the way of the dinosaur. Remember when you used to kiss in the early part of your relationship, like 30 minutes later, you'd come up for air after all that panting and lip, lip locking? Well, try that again, because you might burn 68 calories. That's like three at M&M's, so uh, 68 calories. you got to start somewhere, Matt. Don't give me that look. That's a lot of calories. That's that's good. You don't have to actually go out running or anything. This is true, yeah, and if you add them all up, you don't even have to do the sun run or anything like that. You can just stay on the couch, really, and just lock lips. Okay, so that's the first one. Undressing. How many calories do you think that burns? Exactly three. Yeah, it's like eight, but for me, because it's been freezing and I have layer upon layer upon layer of lingerie, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) underneath all of this. You got to feel good all under, ladies. Throw out those white bras. No, taupe, black, they're gone. Leopard, bring it on in. Um, Anyway, eight calories. Yeah, big deal. Um, But anyway, think about it. You know, it's being mindful. Massaging is 80 calories per hour. Having sex is about 144 calories per half hour. So if some guys could last more than two minutes, they might be able to burn more than seven calories. (laughs) <laughs> um, Oh, guys, I'm giving you a hard time tonight. I'm so sorry. I love you. You know that you crack me up. You're hilarious. You just hear, hear all the jokes that guys say to me. A Guy made a joke to me last night at the party and his wife was right there and she gave me the dirty look. He made a joke about me being a sex sexpert and a certain thing. I don't want to say it on the air. It wasn't bad, but I just don't want to give off the wrong thing. And I, I did say to him, absolutely. And, but his, <laughs> okay, it just dawned on me why his wife gave me a look. And then I said, it's your husband who made the comment. Anyway, um, you know what you like, guys, you can't help yourselves. So uh, giving oral sex Hundred calories per half an hour. That's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Again, another reason to not go out jogging. Another reason to stay home. Absolutely. Um, yep, for sure. And you add your hands to that. And that's another hundred calories an hour. Uh, this is getting better and better. And then just end off with. I was I was tripping the light fantastic last night, but they call for romantic dancing. A hundred and three calories per half hour. So making out, literally making out, actually locking for a little bit of time, then that little obligatory peck you might give somebody as you're leaving the home, 238 calories per half an hour. Pretty good. Vancouver is going to be looking good this summer with all of these uh, hot tips. When I come back, I'm going to talk to you about the reason you might call off a wedding or not. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath, don't be shy, give me a call 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Don't forget to go to my website where I'm the Executive Director of the Women's Health Initiative Network, win.ca, w-h-i-n.ca. Complete the Women's Health Survey for your chance to win an iPad It's ladies only. Sorry. I'll do uh, men's uh, consumer research one day. Do some little studying about sex on you guys. I'm sure you won't mind. I had a couple of emails. One is, Dear Maureen, I better start... Lip locking. Summer is almost here. And like Matt, I don't run. (laughs) (laughs) And then, dear Maureen, you kill me. Your contractor better not be listening to you. He may be scared to come to work tomorrow. Oh, my gosh, I'm heartbroken at that. No, (laughs) he might be. Actually, he hasn't turned up on the job site for a little while. Um, oh, my gosh. I have another email and lots of subjects still to get through sex coaching, sex addiction, female ejaculation. But here's an email from a lady. Hi, Maureen. I just watched your TED talk. I'm 79 years old and lost my husband three years ago. I haven't had sex even with him for a number of years. I was recently asked for a kiss by a man which I said yes to. He acted like he was profoundly impacted and said it was dangerous. I do not know what that meant, but I was very attracted to him, until I found out he was 61 years old and the same age as my eldest son. I was honestly horrified, but having said that, I also have a lot of sexual guilt, such as feeling I'm a bad person if I have sex outside of marriage. I did have extramarital affairs when I was with my husband and lived to regret doing that. So now it still affects me. My husband had affairs and was abusive. This is a mess. I took care of him when he became ill and passed away. I feel stuck. Do you have any suggestions? I do self-stimulate. P.S. I am Catholic, but a convert for many years. Thanks, Maureen. Wow. There's a lot in that. Obviously, the guilt wasn't too much that they... She had affairs outside of the marriage. There's a lot going on in there. A lot going on in there, and and unfortunately, she, she hasn't had sex with her husband who died for a number of years because he's not here anyway. <laughs> God rest his soul. Um, but uh, you know what? So what if the guy that you're attracted to is 61 years old and you're 79? The younger, the better. I mean, for crying out loud, we we get so hepped up on on all of this stuff. Does he look like your son? If he doesn't, then he's fine. <laughs> That's the rule. I one time went to a prom with a guy who looked like my brother. It was a nightmare. I hated it. But anyway, I couldn't say no, but you have to say no. Learn how to say no. So I don't know what he meant by it's dangerous, but he could have meant like, this is dangerous. We might end up in the in the she shed together. Um, so that, that may have been what he meant. Um, and uh, you know what? It's it, Sexual guilt is a complete waste of time, Catholic or not. I'm sorry that you've been through an abusive relationship where you both could not resolve your issues. I mean, monogamy is tough. To be honest with you, uh, so many people cannot remain monogamous throughout a relationship, and many people do not remain monogamous throughout the relationship. But we, marriage is a social construct, and we have all of these norms and mores associated with marriage, and so people then feel guilty. But a lot of people will say after they have cheated, after they have gone outside the relationship, after they have sought sex from somebody else that they and and they have succeeded. And there may be those who are seeking it and online and that kind of thing, and never happens. But those who actually have had extramarital affairs often report feeling quite guilty and remorseful and feeling shame. But that could really be related to society. And um, anyway, so uh, I say go for it. You know, what the heck? You're not going to, you're not getting any younger. You know, none of us are. No. (laughs) I mean, no, we're not. We're all getting older every single minute. So Life is to be enjoyed. I say that all the time for people who are just like stuck with anxiety or stuck in places where they they don't feel entitled or able to enjoy life. I mean, why not? You know, you don't get a second chance. It's not a rehearsal. Enjoy it while you've got it. And you know what? Everybody has problems. Everybody hits bumps along the road and You know, having the ability to deal with those issues and solve problems, it actually builds up your self-esteem. So, um, you know, I don't think that's the biggest problem in the world. It's a bit of a first world problem that a guy 18 years younger than you wants to have sex with you. No big deal. But if you don't know how to have sex once you get into the bedroom with him, you could always hire a sex coach. According to sex coach Kenneth Play, you think that name is made up? I think that's his real name. Uh, Many people watch porn as a way of improving their skills in the bedroom, but this fellow offers more practical advice for $1,000 a visit. Uh, So he'll come into your home, watch you have sex, and instruct you on how to improve your technique with your partner. You see, I'm a believer in you know, that it's a concert, that, that everything, the stars align, everything comes together. It's the perfect storm. And so it it requires that sexual attraction, that ability, that vulnerability. Like if you're self-confident, if you feel good about your body, if you are attracted to the person that you're with in that moment, just for the moment, it doesn't have to be, or maybe two minutes, they might last that long, but, um, no, if you're, whoever you're with, you know, if you're attracted to them, the sex is going to be amazing. It can't help but be. But that's, you know, I could be living in a fantasy world. So this guy takes notes in while, you, while you're in the bedroom, basically. Yes, basically. He watches you have sex with your partner. And then um, I imagine he takes some notes and he doesn't touch you at all. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you think that would kind of like distract from the performance? You think it's just, <laughs> just a little bit, it's very, but, he, but he's been doing this for three years. It's extremely intimate and it's, he's not actually grading you. So he's not actually critiquing you. C minus. He's, <laughs> he's just <laughs> a plus. <laughs> I'm in the field for crying out loud. I know everything. <laughs> well, most like mostly everything. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, that's why it's so helpful if you are educated about this because if you have a problem, you know how to deal with it, or you you can at least give it the old college try. But this is a self-professed sex geek. He's learned from sex experts and sexual health educators and sex therapists, and he's pulled all of their information together to help people to have better sex. Um, they starts out with an informal chat. And he finds out more about the couple's sex life and what they want to experiment with and develop. So it could be around BDSM or fantasy or, or, or exploring other aspects of sexual play. Um, but they're paying a thousand dollars U S he's in New York, uh, for this. So I'm actually opening, I'm going to put out my sign tomorrow, sex coach, a thousand dollars. Um, you have to come to my office though. Uh, so he may actually bring in another partner for himself who he, who he will demonstrate on or he may bring a doll and um you know demonstrate it on a doll anyway <laughs> okay there's you, there's just no end to to all of this but you know I still think it's important to uh get advice from people who actually understand how things work and how they don't work um i want to skip quickly to uh another subject altogether about a woman who didn't wanna have sex, obviously, with her fiance because she broke off the wedding. I actually wrote a blog about this. She had noticed, and you know, I hear this from a lot of women. It is not to say that women don't get angry. Women have unhealthy anger as well. Women can certainly have rage. Women can certainly have controlling behavior and use sex as a as a tool in a relationship. And they can withhold sex and that can be abusive as well. But But oftentimes men have this anger. And so she described her the first symptom was that she noticed his driving that his driving was out of control he was speeding and that made her very nervous and then he would get angry about nothing and he could he could his parents supported him and his so he didn't have to work either. Now, when I first met this woman, she was delighted to have been engaged to this guy. She was around 30 years of age. It's kind of a nice time to get married. And he was good looking. He had all the right stuff except for a job and uh, ability to control his temper. Those are two important things. But she, he did get angry about little things, verbally abusive, which can be more damaging than physical abuse oftentimes. But he punched a hole in the wall she took over nothing and she took off the ring and the wedding was off and she had a and she was very upset she was teary and upset and she was in love with him of course and you get mixed emotions but I tried to encourage her that she did the right thing. She'll be so glad she did that later when she does meet a kind, gentle man, uh, which I'm certain she will at some point. And, um, but she also mentioned she had a friend who in the, the title of my blog was say no to the dress. She had a friend who was getting married. who was very unhappy, her fiancé was abusive as well. He had an anger management problem. That's why I was concerned when I saw John Horgan, the way he treated the premier in that first radio debate. I thought he was very inappropriate, and I, I thought it was difficult for him to withhold his anger back. You could see it. He and Andrew Weaver got into a, a, a scrap on the second debate, on the televised debate as well. But anger to me is, I mean, it's fine to get upset about something and to be angry, but to to have that, there's a particular type of anger that, you know, if you cannot control it in front of a crowd, in front of other people, uh, in public, and, you know, you can't hold back, you know, it can be a sign of something. And so she has a friend whose fiance can't hold back. And his anger, and and she's bought the dress, she's hired the caterer, she's got the bridesmaids, and she's walking down the aisle. And likely, she's probably making a big mistake. It takes a lot of confidence to to call off a wedding. It's embarrassing. There can be shame around it. You can think you're never going to meet anybody. But believe me, if you are already seeing signs of an abusive relationship, it is the best thing for you to do. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980, CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Each week I talk a little bit about sex addiction. It's something that is associated with shame. People live secret lives. It actually wreaks havoc on people's lives. There may be anxiety that belies a sex addiction. It can cause betrayal, hurt, anger, upset, and tear a family apart. Whether you develop a sex addiction or not may have a genetic component. We don't really know why some people developed an addiction to sex. This is actually extremely poorly understood. But there may be some biochemical abnormality or other brain changes, and that may increase your risk because often when we prescribe, not when I prescribe because I'm actually a nurse, Dr. Love is a nurse, um, The we prescribe when when antidepressants and other psychotropic medications are prescribed by physicians. They have proven effective in treating some people with sex addiction. So this actually gives us a little bit of uh, light into uh, the answer to the problem of sex addiction. So it's uh, often treated with antidepressants because it actually helps with the neurotransmitters. It elevates the serotonin levels. The food abused drugs, and sexual interests, all or like sexual desire and sexual arousal, all share a common pathway in our brain's survival and reward system. And so that pathway leads to the area of the brain that is responsible for our executive function, our higher thinking, our rational thought, and judgment. And those are really important as we navigate this road of life. And the what the brain does is it falsely tells the sex addict that having illicit sex or these uh, excursions or diversions is, is which often are outside of a relationship because sex addicts are often in a relationship the brain tells the sex addict that this is good it it's it's similar to telling the person that if you're hungry eat so if you are desperate for sex seeking that Um, that rush, the brain's reward system says, this is a good thing. Having illicit sex is a good thing. And these brain changes translate into a sex addict's preoccupation with sex. And often you see them focus exclusively on sex and they don't engage in any other interests. They have this compulsive sexual behavior in spite of negative consequences. And they try time and time again, much like alcoholics, much like drug addicts, to attempt to limit or to terminate or to end their sexual behavior. And they just cannot do this. And this biochemical model actually may explain why Often sex addicts are successful. They're intelligent. They may have businesses. They may be at the top of their business. They are goal oriented people, but they are easily sidetracked by sex. So, you know, this can be a mother, a father daily. They are thinking about sex daily. They are after sex. They are dropping everything, perhaps their work in order to think about sex, scheme about sex, seek sex, or identify sexual opportunities and pounce on those, take advantage of them. And you think, how can this possibly be? But a biochemical model helps to explain this. The addicted brain fools the body by producing intense biochemical rewards for behavior that is considered self-destructive, not only by the families and the lovers and the friends and the parents of these people, but also by the sex addict themselves. They get this sense of euphoria that seems to go beyond what is reported by people who are engaging even in fabulous sex. And, and I've worked with sex addicts in my practice and they are chasing the sex. It's the idea of the chase that is, uh, so arousing for them and addicts use sexual activity to seek that pleasure, avoid or numb those unpleasant feelings or the fact that they have to engage in life. It's also a way way to deal with stress or deal with work difficulties or interpersonal problems or relationship problems. That's why it's so important that you deal with your relationship problems. So, um, I also wanted to talk about so that's one subject and you know it's something that you need to think about it's different from high sexual desire I do also want to talk just a bit about we have a few minutes left about female ejaculation because I noted that, well, first of all, I had a request to talk about it, and I'll talk further about female ejaculation because I think this, too, is complex as well. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of misunderstanding about it, and it's complex. Um, And the sex coach, the guy, sex coach, Matt, if you can believe it. Matt, are you paying attention? No. Yes, I am paying attention. Uh, No, no. (laughs) Um, You mentioned the coach. The coach uh, teaches women how to... Uh, ejaculate, excuse me anyway, right there, you've wasted your money but, um, so uh, you know, the most recent research suggests that at least a third of all women say that at some point in the past they have experienced female ejaculation during a sexual climax, but you know many people, many women reported having only happened once or twice, typically men ejaculate far more frequently than that Uh, some French doctors have published a study of only seven women, and and there's I have concerns about this particular study this was done in 2014 because they had the women urinate or void prior to the research and then they were given ultrasound scans before and just after ejaculation and the um the well the results of the study suggested that the women were probably urinating and that the bladder was apparently filling up with urine but it also there was a problem because no bladder ever empties entirely your kidneys are always working so there's always 100 150 cc's in your bladder so according to this they said that the um bladders of these seven women were empty and you know what there's only seven women in this study so it's not a sample size that is robust enough to actually make um, uh, any uh, give any results about uh, this particular research? So, female ejaculation is a phenomenon whereby fluid shoots out of the vulva or the vagina at the moment of orgasm, and it's we're talking she sheds. This is called she ejaculation, she ejaculation. Um, but its other terms are gushing or squirting. It's controversial. Um, in part because of pornography. In pornography, they show women gushing like gallons of fluid, uh, but it doesn't necessarily happen. But there may be a little bit of fluid that uh, comes through the skein's glands, which are the area two glands around your urethra. Um, And the reality that a regular ejaculation certainly, you know, it's not uh, typical that women routinely ejaculate. Some women may Uh, do that once in a lifetime. The research from Masters and Johnson, the famous lab uh, sex experimenters in the 50s, where they experimented on 400 women, they did not record one woman who ejaculated at climax. So you know, that's pretty significant. There's a lot more research that needs to be done in this area. What do I tell patients in my clinical practice, when they come to me with their problems, be honest with your partner, your spouse, your lover about your sexual needs, about your needs, about what you want, about what you're you're in at four. Uh, discuss the things that make sex possible and the things that get in the way of sex. And, you know, it's really important if you're a sexual person and you want to have sex and sometimes you just want to say to somebody, you know what, I'm not in it for the relationship. I just want to have the sex. You're a man, I'm a woman. It's just about the sex. And that's okay too. You want to try seduction as opposed to criticism or pressure, especially men. They feel a lot of pressure these days, a lot of pressure to perform, a lot of pressure to provide, a lot of pressure to, to push Through life. Anyway, take turns initiating intimacy. It's the biggest complaint of men. Remember, when you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance. Go to my website, backtothebedroom.ca. Head on over to win.ca, W-H-I-N.ca, to learn about how uh, you can perhaps win by completing the survey. Win an iPad. Until next week, have a sexually healthy week. I'm Maureen McGrath, and thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show. Thank you, Matt. You did a great job tonight. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.